Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And this is our podcast, Let's Shoot the Fat. Hello. <laughs> it's just me, Christina. And Lauren and I decided to do a solo episode, each of us, throughout the summer because we're far away from each other and it's very complicated to set a date where we would record together. We recorded one episode, I think in June, where we summed up the semester, the fourth semester of our university degree. And just I just want to start off by saying that it's super weird for me to speak English basically just by myself, like talking to myself in English. It's very weird to me because... I think I'm just used to, I'm mostly used to speaking in English in the setting with Lauren. And I don't know, I'm very confused by this. And I feel kind of self-conscious. I don't know why. Maybe when I talk to Lauren, I'm so used to it that I don't even think about it anymore. But like this, I don't know, it makes me nervous. And also if you hear a very loud noise in the background, I'm sorry, it's my computer. Because I'm recording through this online platform, uh, which we used with Lauren the last time. And it worked kind of fine. And so I wanted to try to do it by myself as well. Because it does record audio and video together and it's easy to edit that way. But then I have to have my mic close to the computer so you can see me. Well, for the people who are watching the video, because maybe some of you are just listening through the podcast platforms. Anyways, today I want to talk about the frustration that comes with being an international student. But I just remembered, uh, Lauren and I, we want to keep this or our structure of the podcast episodes, which is the first part where uh, we kind of recap usually our last week, but maybe we might take it a little bit further because you haven't heard from us in a while. And then in the middle part, we talk about the main topic of the episode. And then in the last part, we talk about culture, books, music, movies, anything that is kind of connected to these topics. So, what I've been doing over the summer? Well, I've been actually doing a lot. I've been doing... Well, I did my summer internship. It's over, which is insane to me. Because it just feels like yesterday when I was emailing with my boss and trying to, I don't know, deal with everything and like figure out how it's going to work... And so during June, during those four weeks, I did my summer internship, which I was extremely nervous about because I felt very incompetent, competent <laughs> um, about working there because this was my first actual professional internship. And just after two years of university and also with that kind of mindset of not wanting to do journalism in the future or not being sure about that because I just don't know what type of job exactly I'm gonna do and I want to do in the future I think I'm just gonna do like a mixture of multiple things so going in with that mindset I wasn't as confident because also I don't necessarily follow specific journalists and their work 
and so I didn't have anything to like look up to I don't know so I was just all in all I was very nervous but I have to say I really liked it I liked the type of job that I did which was writing like news agency reports I'm not exactly sure what it translates into English but I'm gonna go with that and it was super surprising to me because we've never talked about it in school I don't think like news agency work we did news media articles and interviews but not this type of work so I was very surprised and I was like what am I gonna do because I have no clue what the structure is of that text and even when I tried to google it I didn't find anything so luckily my boss was very nice to me and he just explained things and he wasn't rude or anything so that was good and towards the end or at the end of the internship I was kind of sad to leave because I got so used to that environment and the office and the people and like the quote-unquote daily schedule even though every day was different and it just ended very suddenly and I even didn't technically say goodbye and thank you to my boss because the last day I was in I finished my work I went to give back my laptop because they even gave me like a job laptop and then I tried to find him but I couldn't find him anywhere so I waited for a couple of minutes but then I was like well I'm not gonna wait here all day so I just left and it was very weird but I'm gonna go back because I still have some of the equipment because I did another week of another internship from the same company and so I kept the voice recording machine I really don't know what it's called is it tape recorder tape something like that and I want to I hope he's gonna be there so I can properly say goodbye and excuse myself for not doing that earlier because it feels very rude I don't know and that was June. I didn't do much else. I don't think maybe I saw... Well, I spent time with my friends and my family. I think we went to a family cabin. But maybe we talked about that in the last episode with Lauren. I'm not sure because it's been quite a while. Because it's August already, which I can't believe. I have four weeks left of my summer but I'm not that stressed about that, to be honest, because I'm excited to go back. But I'm going to talk about that in the middle part. So let's just not get ahead. And then I had one week of summer camp where I was an instructor. Tomorrow I start another one. And then I have three, no, two more after that. And we also went to Slovenia with my mom and my sister, which was really nice. I was in the mountains, which I appreciated. And besides that, what else did I do? I went to a festival, which maybe you saw already on Instagram. And is that it? I The thing is, I've been doing a lot, but I also don't have any time for like my own personal things. I feel like I keep repeating it everywhere and to everyone, but... I need to do things like printing my photos, creating photo books and all that before I leave because I have to do it at least once a year, which is in the summer, because otherwise it would get even more crazy than it already is, I promise. 
So that's what I've been up to. I've been trying to read. Well, I'm gonna save that for the last part, I guess. And let's head into the middle part, the main topic of this episode. So as I said in the beginning, I want to quote-unquote dedicate this episode to the topic of frustration. And the thing is, I think I had a moment two nights ago when my friend was over and we were talking and I was telling her something that happened in the other week of my internship which was actually last week well no actually this week because now it's the weekend and I came back on Thursday it was like a nine day long thing and it's just very frustrating to have these two worlds where you live and you even have kind of two separate lives And I feel like I'm even a little bit of a different person in each of these countries, lives, spheres, whatever we want to call it. And I feel like I've been handling it well because I guess you have no other choice. But at the same time, I feel like I'm suppressing it a little bit in the sense where I just know I have to keep doing it and I have to hold on. And so I just do. And I also wanted to start by saying that I'm extremely, extremely grateful that I'm being able to do that because I know that not everybody can study abroad or even study. So don't take this as like in a half an hour or however, however long this is going to be complaining about having to study abroad and and take it as I'm ungrateful because I'm not. I truly I am grateful and I'm aware of what I have and what I can have. And I say it to my parents all the time. I thank them because without them, I also wouldn't be able to do that. And I would not trade it for anything because I think it gives me so much. But at the same time, I wanted to create this podcast to keep it as real as possible and be fully transparent just so maybe future international students know what they're going in, what they're going in for. I'm not sure how to formulate this. Or the students that are already international students so they can maybe relate and know that it's normal and that more people than we think go through this because I think that was one of my issues I was dealing with that I couldn't relate to anybody and so in the beginning of my study abroad I felt so weak and I was even debating if my decision was right because I was like if if it is this difficult and I feel this sad and lost maybe this isn't the way it's supposed to be so back to the or end of disclaimer <laughs> and let's maybe let's go back to the story I was telling my friend about and we can somehow move on from there so what happened was that 
I was doing the internship in another city in the Czech Republic because we went uh, to this film festival where we reported on it. We were sent to go watch a debate, do workshop, watch a movie because after every movie there would be this quote-unquote delegation where some of the actors would come up or the producer, the screenwriter, whatever, and they would talk to the audience, the audience could ask questions, etc., etc., and I would listen to them and then I would write a report on that. And I went to this one movie screening and then the actor and actress and the producer came afterwards and maybe this is gonna sound stupid to somebody but please just hang hang with me because at least for me it is important and I think more people might be going through this and this actor came up when I saw him in the movie because the movie was mainly about him and in the movie I was already like oh he's cute he's handsome whatever then after the screening I talked to him for a couple of minutes because for my text, for my report, I needed to ask him a couple of more questions. And so I got very flustered, I think is the word. I don't know. I don't want to go into any details, but I just liked this guy. And then nothing more happened. I went to my apartment. He went to do whatever he did. And then a couple of days later, I messaged him, blah, blah, blah. And... I just basically asked him if he wants to hang out and he was like, yeah, yeah, we could, but I'm just gone until the end of the month and then then he's gonna message me or reach back out to me. The thing is, I'm leaving again in the beginning of September, I think on the 6th, and so there's not a lot of time in between there to meet to see each other and it's just one of the things that sets me off because I'm like this is such a difficult situation like I wish I could stay here and just like go on with my life and even like to make it more um, general the topic of dating is also super difficult and I haven't seen a lot of people talk about that connected to international being international student and I think it's very difficult because either you have to connect with somebody from your past or your present whatever who you already know you have some connection to because then maybe you can build on top of that and use the time when I'm home, which is, for example, from June till the end of August, and then the winter at the end of December until the end of January, usually. Everything goes right, which sometimes it doesn't, as you've probably heard in our other episodes where we had to go back for an exam in the middle of January. But this year should be different because we are both doing Erasmus, and so we should have all the exams in December. I even asked somebody from the university by email so I have receipts if something goes wrong well let's not jinx it so like I said either you have to connect with somebody you already know so that kind of short amount of time is enough to build a deeper connection and then maybe decide going long distance or something but 
if you meet somebody completely new who you have no connection with yet it's super difficult because i mean the first thing you talk about is like what do you do what do you study blah blah blah. and then obviously i i'm gonna say well i studied journalism and then maybe they ask where if i don't say it right away and they're like "Mm, in madrid and to most people it usually makes them back off really fast because i mean it is kind of scary and who wants to get in to something difficult like this because apparently relationships are difficult as it is let alone doing long distance etc and so for me it's been really difficult because it's been two years since i've been abroad and also i want to say it's not ideal dating dating someone at home or abroad because for me meeting somebody abroad is also scary because I'm gonna go home for the summer. I'm gonna be gone th- for three months, and then also, well, yes, I spent more time technically abroad than I do at home. If you like count out the days or months of the year, but I am planning on going back home after university. But dating somebody from home is also difficult because, like I said, I spent more time abroad than I do at home, and then the people. Well, the person would have to wait at least two more years. We'll see how that whole thing goes with masters and etc. So, neither of these situations are ideal, to say the least. And I've been struggling with that because I have been connected to some people. And I want to say I do try to focus on myself because I take these years as an opportunity to build my personality to kind of build my life my foundation which then I can build on I'm sorry I'm really struggling with the English here I don't know it makes me really nervous to just be by myself and not being able to like ask Lauren hey is this the correct way to say this so please excuse me so this is just one of the things that is connected to the frustration or that frustrates me because I feel like I'm being denied something and that I'm being behind with some things like dating but obviously it's not as serious and I'm trying to like take it lightly but like I said again I want to be transparent and maybe there's somebody else going through this out there so I just wanted to let them know that they're not alone. But let's go to more maybe serious things. And one of these are jobs. And the thing is, I realized after my internships that I want to pursue this type of career at least this kind of early on in my youth. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I I just felt inspired and wanted to use the time I have now to try things and maybe try out this type of career to actually be able to tell if I want to do this long term or how I want to do this and I got an idea of what I could do right now which is to message a couple of media outlets and maybe ask them what I could do um, remotely but 
I was thinking that maybe not a lot of media companies will hire somebody right off the bat to do remote things if they don't have um, like any experience with you. But maybe I'm just not experienced in this um, area yet. Maybe companies do hire people. But from my perspective, they will want to know how I work, if I do the work properly, what type of worker I am. And then maybe move to a remote working. And ooh, I had it connected to another thing, which is that I love books. As you can, people who are watching the video can see behind my back. I had to add another shelf to my room because my shelves, my bookshelves were already full. But that's besides the point. And so I was thinking I would really, really want to work at something that has something to do with books, whether it's publishing, well, that is my dream job, or uh, a bookstore, a library, anything like this, maybe even like a part-time job during my studies. But then I realized, well, I'm abroad and I don't know if that would work abroad because I have no idea how it works with paychecks and all of these things that are pretty complicated when I'm living abroad, but I'm not a citizen there and blah, blah, blah. I have no clue how this works. And also, I can't imagine myself working at a Spanish bookstore. I think it would really have to, like, I would have to know what exactly I would be doing. Like, I wouldn't want to be the cashier, but maybe if I were just stocking the books or, or working in an English um what is it called, a section of the bookstore or something, maybe I would feel more, more comfortable. Or maybe I could try to find more bookstores that are owned by maybe English or American people, which I do know at least two now, but I just don't know if they would employ me or something. Because also in Spain, I feel like the culture is more like students either don't work or they work but not in a like official place, I would say, because my friend, she tutors kids or um, she helps them with homeworks and things like that. But like through friends and not any like official company or anything. So, I mean, that's been a topic in general, trying to find a job. This next semester, I'm hoping to find a babysitting job because we will have a more stable schedule. Because the university implemented this new rule that first year and second year students will have classes mainly in the morning and third and fourth year students will have classes in the evening. We have four year of our bachelor, just uh, a side note. So I hope I'm going to find a job this semester because obviously it would be really nice because I do have a remote job, but it's mainly for or during the second semester because it's a season of uh, entry exams and it has something to do with that. So these were maybe like the two examples. I can come up with anything. Well, I have one more thing, which I mean, it's kind of a given. And that is being far away from family, which for example, this January was very difficult for me because both of my grandparents weren't in the best health condition and we were very worried about them and I just felt so bad one for 
my family having to deal with that and me not being able to help them and and help with the care for my grandparents and the second one was the fear of losing them literally i had to go back to school and i didn't know if i'm ever gonna see them again and it i mean i probably maybe could fly back home if it was very necessary but with the current economic situation where flights are very expensive it wouldn't be again ideal so these sides of studying abroad i wish somebody would tell me about them i mean do i because the truth is maybe it would be more difficult or maybe i wouldn't have gone abroad i mean i don't think so but maybe it would just help me knowing that these things can happen and i would be kind of shielded before they would happen maybe not i don't know and now i want to move to maybe the future or this next semester because like i said i have four weeks left of my stay home over the summer and i have to say i'm not as stressed about going back i actually have like these flashes of excitement where i can see myself in some of the places in madrid and like seeing what i do some of the activities and like very specific places where i'm at for example where i love to go for walks especially during exam season and it makes me like really excited inside of me or like seeing my friends after a couple of months again But then it's super weird because immediately it switches to some like other negative maybe part of it. For example, my apartment. I feel like I connected the sad moments to my apartment and now every time I go back and I have to go in into my room I feel really uncomfortable there because I've been staying in the same apartment for the whole study abroad time so far. I think I'm just gonna change for the fourth year because in the, now in the third year, in the second semester, I'm gonna go on Erasmus, so I'm gonna be in a different country. And so whenever I think about stepping my foot into that apartment, I don't like that idea. Even though I do like my room and where I live, like I'm happy with that. I think it's just that I connected it to these negative emotions or very deep, sad emotions. And so I'm scared of going back because I feel like then these emotions are gonna like flood over me. But at the same time, I'm calming myself down because I know it's gonna be just this like transition couple of days, trans transition week, and then I'm gonna be fine again. And also, I know I'm gonna see my mom again, which I do every semester. And again, she's gonna come to Madrid with my aunt because she gave it to her as a birthday present. So I'm gonna see her. Maybe I'm gonna see her twice if I go to Portugal as well. So it's all good. I know I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna be happy there. And I'm excited for not Christmas necessarily, but like winter time. Because these last couple of days here at home, it's been raining and it's been like really cold, like 15 degrees, but cold. Like we went outside and I almost had to wear uh, a jacket over this extremely warm sweater or hoodie. 
but honestly i really like it because especially in the summer i like where you have summer warm days but then for a couple of days it's rainy so you have an excuse to just stay in bed and read or do whatever you want so honestly i'm not complaining and now why did i say that again see this is what happens to me a lot of the times i just go on a rant to talk about something and then i forget why i started talking about it in the first place But maybe the last point I have is that I am excited to go back because I feel like I've almost gotten everything out of here, what I could. And now it's time to go back. I don't know how to explain this, but like I feel like I've done everything I needed to. Well, not everything yet, but most of it. And I feel like I still have more time to do that. And then I feel like there's more for me in Madrid again for the following three and a half months or however long I'm going to be there for the semester. So I am excited to go back, but I'm also not as excited to go back to school because I know how stressful it can get. And also the internship, I'm trying to get it validated for credits and I enrolled it as like um what is it called not voluntary but the where you choose um where you choose the classes i can't remember the word now but i enrolled as extra i don't know i think because then in the fourth year i have less classes and then also if something fails with the uh validating the credits for the internship i still have enough credits for other classes well if i pass them of course But, I mean, I guess it's fine. I've done two years, so hopefully I'll do two more. And then I'll head on for Erasmus. I think this year is going to go by really fast because the first semester of the year is always a little bit shorter than the second one. And then there's going to be Christmas and and New Year's. And then I'm going to be home for January. And then I think I start half february in belgium and then i'm gonna end sometime in june i'm not sure when yet and so then i'm gonna have erasmus and then there's gonna be summer so i feel like it's gonna go by fast because it's gonna be a little bit different than the two previous years and i'm scared about that but i'm also curious and excited And now for the last part of this episode, let's talk about what I've read, watched, if I remember what I watched. (laughs) I don't know what I talked about in the last episode. That's the issue because I was watching Firefly Lane, which is an amazing series on Netflix. It has only two seasons and it finished, I think it's finished. I'm not sure if I talked about it in the last episode, but it's a great series with two, well, probably more main characters, but it's like these two main girls who are best friends ever since they were kids and they have this beautiful relationship that is also very complicated as it usually is in real life and it's very well written, very well filmed. I loved it. I 100% recommend it. It's also 
kind of difficult on your and hard on your emotional well-being <laughs> but go watch it then i watched the new season of too hard to handle i don't even know which which one it is if it's fourth fifth i don't know and i have to say i feel like the first one and the second one were the best ones because i feel like now that people know how that show works they kind of go into it with a strategy they also know that you get pretty famous by going on a reality show and so there are sometimes people who go in just for that so i feel like you can kind of see it now in the newer seasons but i mean i still watched it it was still maybe not exciting but the thing is i feel like in or throughout the season they just went on went on and then towards the end they realized ooh we are supposed to do some workshops we we are supposed to do some unexpected scenes so in the end they try to like put that in there um so i feel like that was maybe a bit faulty because they were supposed to do it throughout the whole season and it was kind of the same the whole time there wasn't much happening there were only two people who came in like as new arrivals which usually they do more they kick out more people so in this sense it was a little bit more boring and then did i watch any ooh i went to see barbie which i feel like everyone does these days and i didn't i almost didn't go because i don't know i just don't go to the movies a lot like to the cinema i mean but then my mom was like well you know you had your name day which i realized it doesn't exist in a lot of other countries i don't even know if in any other countries but basically we have obviously we have birthdays and then we have this calendar for the whole year with names dedicated to certain days which now i realize if there's like a new name do they put it in because there's no more space right because we have 365 days in a year and there's way more names than that ooh i just thought about it well never mind and so on a specific day you also have a name day my family we don't celebrate it in any like crazy way it's just like this symbolic thing where if somebody remembers they give you flowers or if you're somewhere with your family maybe they give you some small gift or they invite you to go for, to a dinner or something like nothing nothing crazy but usually it's just like quote unquote an excuse to do something or you know celebrate a little bit and so my mom was like well we could go to the movies to see the movie barbie and i'm really glad we did because it was great it did not disappoint i know there's a lot of opinions about that out there but i loved it well some scenes maybe were a bit forced for me but i feel like it was needed because people are very or trying to be careful these days with feminism and genders and all of that so i think some of it was good that it was kind of quote unquote forced and the music was amazing margot robbie was amazing ryan reynolds gosling oh my god is it gosling or reynolds i think it's gosling i'm sorry i don't remember and i loved it it was beautiful it made me cry it made me smile laugh all of it so that was that and then from books 
All I can remember now is the book You've Reached Sam, which apparently is some TikTok sensation. It even has like a little sticker that says that on the cover. I had no clue about that. I mean, to be fair, I don't go on TikTok too much. I only go there to create content for our podcast. So maybe I just couldn't see that. But I really like that book because I feel like The thing is, it starts off, so this is not any spoiler, but it starts off by saying that this, like, I don't know how old she was. This girl, I think in high school, was dating a boy and the boy died. And now she somehow has to deal with that. And she calls him so she can hear his voice one more time and his voicemails, uh, voicemail and something happens. So it took this, like, hard topic that I don't, think a lot of books cover or maybe the mainstream is just like this romance you know where these two people do end up together at the end I mean it destroyed me a little bit to be honest but I really really liked it it was like the perfect summer read I mean you can read it in any season I feel like and now I'm reading the book The Robber Bride I think it's called by Margaret Atwood Because I watched her masterclass course on the internet and I loved it and I loved her. But to be honest, I this book, I'm very really struggling with it. I'm trying to read it. It has a lot of pages. I think it has like 500 or 600 pages. And I'm like 60 pages in and I still don't know what's going on. Her style of writing so far is extremely specific and descriptive. And I don't know if I like that. Also, it's I think it was written in 1994 or something like that. So it does use like some old words that maybe I don't know because English is not my first language. But I'm past the point where I would like translate words only if it's very important to make sense um, in a sentence or something. But usually I don't do that. And so, I don't know. I'm really trying to push through because I'm trying to take this as an opportunity to learn as a writer, um, but also enjoy it as a reader. So, I've been struggling with that. And is there anything else I could talk about in this part? I think I kind of covered it because I haven't watched, I haven't been watching a lot of things because I've been kind of busy. So... I think that's it. And I can't rem remember what I read before the book You've Reached Sam. So, I think that's it. I think, I don't know. I feel like I did kind of well in this first solo episode. I hope the topic was interesting. Sometimes I have an issue with, like, explaining what I'm trying to say. And I'm scared that I'm gonna sound dumb or something. So, take it with, like, this, um, what is it called? Not that I said um we have an expression in Czech, which I feel like I say in every other episode. Um but just don't take it like literally or you know, try to look at it as a concept and maybe not like the detailed stories that I said, but try to understand what I tried to say by that. I don't see, I'm oh, I'm struggling again. So I think it's time <laughs> to finish this off thank you for listening and see you next time bye
Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch, you can find all of our information in the description below. 